You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning, and this is Lifelong Journey, a radio program hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation. My name is Clarissa Alhantara, and I'm your host, and I'm here with guests Don Fitzpatrick and Ray Pingoy. Good morning and welcome. Hi, how are you? Good morning, good morning. Good morning. So we're right on the cusp of winter to spring. How does that Mm. feel to know that, like, the sun is going to be shining a little brighter it's awesome. I'm very excited. It's all, I mean, it's, spring is almost here, you know? <laughs> know. And the change of time, you know, a little more light. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love the uh, daylight savings time because the days are longer or so it feels. And, uh, and <laughs> you know, it, sometimes it's nine o'clock and you still got some sunshine in the summer. It's always fun to look forward to that. This is craziness to like yesterday. I didn't wear a winter jacket. I was brave enough to just be like, you know what? Mm, I don't need it. And of course, at night, I'm like, oh, I regret that. <laughs> I regret sure. not wearing a winter jacket. But yeah, almost there. Yeah, yeah, right. We start to get a little bit more brave. We're like, I'll just leave it in the car. I'll bring but, it, leave it in the car. But that's how they get you, right? That's how the weather gets you. That's why I told how my kids. How they get you? That's Those how they weather get you. folks. Don't, 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 don't believe it. Just wear, wear a winter jacket. That's how they get you. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Uh, if you've not had the pleasure of meeting both Don and Ray, uh, they come to us from the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity, and specifically uh, their area of focus, I guess, or um, their opportunity for formation. And the reason we're bringing them on is, is around the chastity education initiatives that, they, that they've been so involved with mm-hmm. in the past few years. So I'll let them introduce themselves. Tell us a little bit, well, tell us who you are. Um, and how long you've been in the office, uh, and kind of what what your role entails. You want me to start? Yeah, go for it. Well, I'm Dawn Fitzpatrick, and I've been with the Archdiocese for almost six years. Gosh, mm-hmm. time flies. Mm-hmm. I remember when I moved here from South Carolina, and everyone says, well, why did you move to Chicago from South Carolina? Mm-hmm. Usually people go the other way, right? <laughs> um, but I came here to work here um, at the Archdiocese, and of course, my husband's job brought him here as well. He works for U.S. Foods, and um, so... Coming to to Chicago to be uh, to run the Respect Life Ministry and the Chastity Education Initiative, which was a, a an awesome, awesome, awesome opportunity. I'd been working with the church um, at that point for about ten years as a youth minister. I worked in uh, the Archdiocese of Baltimore. I worked in the Diocese of Charleston, and um, before that, I had a uh, a background of, as a corporate trainer and a public speaking professor. So it was interesting to bring all of those parts of my life together because I use every one of those skills from all of those different things I did in life. Um, you know, being my, my, I have a theology background. I have a master's in communication. I, you know, all of that to, together to, um, to do what we do here in ministry in the Archdiocese of Chicago. And it's just phenomenal. Yeah. Well, well I come from... And I always say this uh, when, when, when I uh, reveal this. I, I grew up in New Jersey, 
So don't judge me. <laughs> but my, my wife grew up over here, and, and uh, you know, when we got married, she won. And so I'm she like, won. all right, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll move over um, in Chicago area. So, yeah, I started working for the Archdiocese of Chicago, uh, wow, 10 years now. So I started working when I was 13 years old. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And if you ever see Ray, he looks like he's about 20, so that would be true. No, actually, yeah, uh, this year, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just a regular adult now, no longer a, a young adult. Did you know that? Like no. when you age, when, when so you he surpassed that thirty nine yeah. ceiling. <laughs> That's what they say. So, <laughs> okay. Says the book. Says the book. Okay. But I yes, I've uh, been working for the Archdiocese of Chicago uh, for ten years now, and it's it's just really a a, a great gift, a, a great uh, call that I followed in in where God is calling me and my family, not just um, myself, but really my family as well. As Don mentioned, uh, her her husband uh, w- was the one that kind of pulled her in 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 here. It really is a, a, a call from God, right? So I, mm-hmm. I really do believe that that it's a God called us to be yes, here. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, I've always point back to different things that happen to me in life, and I say, you know, I can see God's hand mm. working there. Even if at the time I didn't get it, yeah. I can look back now and say, okay, God had a plan, and it, I really fought against it, but it worked, you know, because it was his plan, and I finally succumbed and did mm. what he wanted. So, And Ray's had five children since he joined us here in the Archdiocese. That is true. Five children. We've been very busy. Uh, (laughs) I haven't slept for 10 years. (laughs) Uh, My my eldest is is, uh, 10 years old now, and and, and my my youngest is uh, 11 months. Going to be a a year old. Oh, my goodness. So uh, we brought to you, we invited you kind of to come on to talk about the Chastity Education Initiative. and. Um, tell us, tell the listeners a little bit more about it, um, about what it is and, and what it, it, it's kind of grown. And I've been in the Archdiocese for about 10 years now, and I, I have seen it grow. Sure. Uh, so the Chastity Education if- Initiative was founded by Cardinal George and Mary Louise. Well, she was Mary Louise Curry at the time, Mary Louise Hengesbaugh. And it's, it was just a phenomenal way to help young people that was initially part of the goal was to help young people to understand their faith, to understand their calling in life, uh, to understand the virtues. Um, and in doing that, you know, Cardinal, Cardinal George said, well, this is such an important thing, and they're not getting that in their normal faith formation. So let's actually found uh, an area that will give them yeah. these these Catholic skills that are lacking, even in our Catholic schools, unfortunately. So as an office, we're, we're very unique. I've only met one other office in the whole country that has a, some kind of similar initiative. And, and I met them last summer when we were out at Rua Woods mm-hmm. doing some mm-hmm. special training. But um, otherwise, they don't have chastity education initiatives around the country. So we're very unique. So it's incredible that we have that here in Chicago. Now, it's expanded. We, we not only work with young people, we work with young adults. We work with parents. We work with congregations, whoever wants to talk about what we do, um, where we have to be invited, of course, we don't for, ever force ourselves. But a lot of times we get invited by a parish to come do a talk, or we get invited by a, a school to come do a talk. We spend a lot of time with middle schools mm-hmm. and with parents of middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. We also run a huge retreat in the summer where we have both teens and young adults and any adult that really wants to participate. A young adult, we kind of, we stretch it well past 39. Mm-hmm. Um so we do have people uh, in, in, in my category that participate in that as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's just phenomenal. And, and we've largely been, in the time I've been here, we've been focusing on theology of the body as, as how we um, 
we do the formation through Chastity Ed Initiative. You want to add, Ray? Yeah, no, it was, uh, as Don mentioned, uh, started by Cardinal George he, back in 2003. He saw that this great uh, um, movement in within the Respect Life uh, office that we were praying outside of the abortion clinics, and, and that was a great that was a great uh, uh, ministry, was a great uh, prayer vigil. And then he said, "You know what? I think we're getting them too late. We we need to to uh, make sure that we remind the, our young people of who they are and whose they are." Right. So that's when he started that that movement of of this chastity education initiative, and said, "No, no, we need to get into the schools. We need to get into the parishes to to let them know." how beautiful they are, how mm-hmm. beautiful they're made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really, it, it makes sense that we've kind of married Respect Life with the Chastity Education Initiative. Sometimes people say, "What? Well, how does that go together? Well, we, the more you study chastity, the more you study theology of the body, the more you understand who we are and why God created us. And the fact of the matter is, when you understand that, why would you ever consider abortion? Or why would you ever consider killing an, an elderly person or that life isn't precious in every stage from conception to natural death? Mm-hmm. So it, it, so we kind of look at it as like we get ahead of that issue with our chastity education initiative. And if we can get ahead of it, then, we, then we're not going to be fighting it in retrospect so much like we are in today's world. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and take a quick break and then we'll come back in a little bit to hear more. Thank you. A census is about to take place in the United States. It only occurs every 10 years, and it's extremely important that we all participate. Hello, I am Cardinal Blaise Supich, here to tell you that I recently signed a proclamation of support for this nationwide initiative. I signed the proclamation because I know how critical the census is to our future. The census numbers determine political representation and the allocation of billions of dollars of federal, state, and local funds. Underserved neighborhoods especially need accurate counts so they can receive their fair share of improvements in infrastructure and services. Please respond to the 2020 Census questionnaires. This is for citizens and non-citizens alike. All information is totally confidential and will not be shared with other government agencies. We all benefit from an accurate census count. Thank you for participating, and may God bless you and your families. Sure and Begora, the 17th Annual Catholic Charities St. Patrick's Day Celebration is the place to be on Thursday, March 12th. Join us from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. at Fitzgerald's on Roosevelt Road in Berwyn. Irish music and dancing, a live auction, a grand raffle, and traditional Irish food and drink are all awaiting you. This fun celebration benefits the New Hope housing programs 
making permanent housing and self-sufficiency a reality for homeless families. A limited number of sponsorships are still available. Get out your green gear and support Catholic Charities West Regional Services at this happy time of year. For more information, go to www.catholiccharities.net slash St. Pat's or call 708-329-4022. That's www.catholiccharities.net slash St. Pat's or call 708-329-4022. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day while giving kids the tools they need to build brighter futures. Hi, I'm Mark Schmelzer from Mercy Home for Boys and Girls. Support Mercy Home's March for Kids this month. You can provide kids in crisis with a safe home, healing from trauma, life skills, good education, and career development that will help them become successful, independent adults. Donate today at mercyhome.org slash marchforkids. Any gift made throughout the month of March will be matched by a generous donor. So your support goes twice as far to help kids when you give through Mercy Homes March for Kids. Donate today or learn more about other ways that you can play a part at mercyhome.org slash marchforkids. Thank you for your support. Good morning, and we're back with Lifelong Journey, a radio program hosted by the Archdiocese of Chicago, Office of Lifelong Faith Formation. This is Clarissa, and I'm here with Dawn and Ray, and we're learning a little bit more about uh, faith formation, and especially through the lens of chastity education, and kind of mm -hmm. uh, an interesting topic that is uh, today. And so tell us a little bit more about, you know, uh, I think the perception sometimes is, and, and both of you bro mm -hmm. uh, both addressed it before we went on air, was chastity often sometimes is like you view it as perhaps some uh, a young person or through the lens of a young person. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like in in the past few years, the the conversation and the opportunity formation has really broadened to include the whole sure. family. Sure, and it is. It, this is a, a a family thing. It's it's chastity is something we're all called to in every phase of life, and you know. I know that a lot of times people think, well, chastity, that's just for kids, you know, or that's just for priests. But the fact is, everyone's called to chastity, and, and we are called to chastity in, in marriage and chastity as single people. So um, yeah, I, I people misunderstand yeah. that, and they often think it's abstinence. But, you know, one thing the Catholic Church doesn't do is teach abstinence in a vacuum. We always teach it in the vein of chastity. So right. yeah, it, it really is. It, it's that misunderstanding, or I, I guess it's it's gotten a, a, a bad, quote unquote bad reputation in a sense. <laughs> well, when, when, you, when you say the word chastity to to a teenager, they're grow, like, oh, yeah. here we go, church teaching, just don't have sex. I mean, yeah, there's that's it's part of it, but there's more to it than that. It's more, yeah. yes. And I, as I have young kids, uh, my as I mentioned, my eldest is ten years old, and and uh, my my youngest is eleven months. And I talk about, in a sense, I talk about this great virtue of chastity to them by telling them, like especially in church, I'm trying to teach them how to behave in church, right? So. They when we get to church, they usually get all rowdy and stuff. They put the kneeler down. They're like, yeah. They they make it like a balance beam. I'm like, guys, <laughs> where, where are we? And they're like, they I remind them where they are. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah yeah yeah, church. And how are we supposed to act in church? And they start 
behaving as oh yes we're, <laughs> we're we're in a sacred place so therefore we have to behave ourselves and stay quiet and this and that and and so they get that right and then when I when when we're in a playground I'm like kids where are we we're in a playground and start playing so ap- appropriate <laughs> behavior for an appropriate place in a sense that's what so funny you just in, reminded right? me when I was a kid my dad's thing and we used to tease my dad and we to this day we still tease about it he would say. Um, this is not a gymnasium, girls and boys. This is not a gymnasium. <laughs> yeah, right. And you, you have to remind them of that. And, and basically, more or less, that's what chastity is. We need to remind our, our, ourselves, really, also, that uh, you know, uh, uh, different behavior uh, is appropriate for where you are in, in your phase of life uh-huh. and what God is calling you to, to be. Well, and I think that the other thing that's so important, and um, and a lot of people don't understand what our faith is all about because they think it's just a list of rules. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on the outside and from the casual observer and even from some Catholics that really haven't been given the proper catechesis for whatever reason, that's what it is, a list of rules. Yeah. But what we understand when we truly understand chastity and when we truly understand anything about our faith is there's a good reason for those rules. And our church is not about, it is not a prescriptive church. It is not the church of no. Um, although it feels that way if you don't get it. We're really, it's really the church of when is the right time to say yes? The great, one of the greatest gifts that God gave us was our free will. Mm. Uh, he gave it to us so that we knew the difference between right and wrong and we could choose the good because it really doesn't mean anything if he forces us to do the good. So instead, we can intellectually choose to do good or not. Yeah. And um, if we choose to go in the in a direction that God didn't intend, then there's consequences for that. And that's and that's what we learned through chastity is, you know, our our whole life is kind of like looking at a fire. If you look at a fire, there's some great things about fire. Oh my gosh, we couldn't live without fire. But as long as you keep fire in the fireplace or fire on the stove and you know how to turn it on and off, then it's it's a wonderful thing. If it's in a in a lighter and you're lighting a candle, it's a beautiful thing. Um, but there's times when that fire gets out of control, and if you let it get out of control, it's it's going to burn you. It's going to hurt you. It could even kill you. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 how life is. So that's the reason why there's rules because if mm. you let that fire get out of control, it can really burn you and maybe even kill you. And even instead of, of seeing it as a rule, it's really a, re- a recipe to the that fullness of life mm. that he invites us to. Yes. Right. And and as Don mentioned as well, it, it boils down to our relationship. Because yes, you it's 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 great to have rules. Actually, uh, I'm trying to teach my kids that right now with when we're when we're playing um, board game, right? If there's chaos, there's no rules, then it's no fun, right? It's just chaos. <laughs> everyone's going crazy. Everyone's going crazy, and everyone's uh, you know a kid ends up on a table jumping around. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> right? So they need to learn the rules in order for them to really appreciate what the game is all about, right? So that's that's what that's what it is, and it, it is that recipe to that fullness of life that he invites us to. Well. Can, I'm going to ask you to hold that thought. Let's yeah. go ahead and take a quick oh break, gosh. and then we'll come break back. Break time again. Yeah. Do you live in the southwest suburbs? Would you enjoy a wonderful evening out for a great cause? Look no further than the 2020 Helping Hands Dinner on Saturday, March 21st, benefiting Catholic Charities Southwest Regional Services. Spend a delightful evening at the gorgeous Silver Lake Country Club in Orland Park. 
Enjoy learning more about important social service programs in the Southwest suburbs and some remarkable people who make these programs happen. Try your luck at fantastic auction and raffle prizes and know you are helping Catholic Charities respond to people in need by attending this event. That's Catholic Charities Helping Hands Dinner and Auction on Saturday, March 21st. A limited number of sponsorships are still available. For more information, call 708-430-0428. That's 708-430-0428. Or go online at catholiccharities.net slash helpinghands. When Catholic Charities started in 1917, veterans were among our first clients. That work continues today. Each year, more than 20,000 veterans turn to Catholic Charities for support through a variety of services and programs. We provide vets in need with food, shelter, counseling, and more. Our job training program includes job readiness training, resume writing, mock interviews, and job placement guidance. Our supportive services for veteran families offer additional assistance as vets work to become as self-sufficient as possible. With gratitude, our veteran programs are based on the belief that as veterans faithfully served our nation, it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about our veteran services, call 312-655-7700 or go to catholiccharities.net. That's 312-655-7700 or catholiccharities.net. We're back with the radio program hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation. This is Lifelong Journey, and I'm Clarissa Alhantara, your host for this morning. I'm joined uh, by my colleagues Don Fitzpatrick and Ray Pingoy. And so we've been talking a little bit about, well, outside of the, all the monkeys jumping in, in Ray's house, lots, of, always, mon- yeah. lots of monkeys always jumping. Always a party. <laughs> always a party. Um, we've, we've really had a, a really great opportunity to talk a little bit about chastity education and, and faith formation and the lens in which we're able to do both. And so I wanted to ask both of you, um, how have you encountered Christ? Like, what's a personal story that you can share that kind of drew you deeper to do this work full time mm-hmm. instead of just like, hey, that's a cool story. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like where was it God called you to to enter full, more fully into this? Yeah, well, uh, I remember this vividly. It, it's uh, my parents. Uh, maybe I was like, I don't know. Maybe I was 12, 13, maybe, maybe 13. 13 going on 14, let's say. And as I mentioned, I grew up in New Jersey, and my parents tricked me into going into this. It's, it was called. It was a chastity presentation. And, of course, <laughs> they didn't tell me what it was. And I'm like, all right, cool, I'll go. It was in Newark, New Jersey. And and uh, um, we, we got to the church basements, and I'm like, all right, what is this? And the speaker started talking about chastity. And I'm like, ah, oh, here we go. You know, again, as a 13-year-old going on 14, you, you – you, you remember those days. You think you knew everything already. So I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, get I it. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I get this already. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the, the guy says to me, and again, I remember this as if it was just yesterday. He says, did you know that you can love your, your spouse now as a 13, 14 year old? I'm like, wait, what? And, you know, if, of course, if you're called to be a married uh, person, then, then yeah, somewhere out there, he says, somewhere out there is your spouse. And that, that kind of just blew my mind. Because I, I was a helpless romantic. I was just like, yeah, you know, I, I love love songs and all that stuff. So somewhere <laughs> out there in the world, <laughs> I know, I know, somewhere out there in the world is, is, is my, my, my wife. So, and, and of course, my kids didn't exist yet, but I can show them that I love them as a young person. And so it, that, that set in my heart, uh, and I, I, um, 
it was it, it was a decision that I made on that day, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my wife I love her every day, from like from as a 14 year old, and I'm gonna tell my kids I love them every day as a 14 year old, right? And and that that really developed my relationship with Christ, my my uh, mm-hmm. my deep uh, personal relationship with Christ, knowing knowing who He is and where He's calling me to go. And so that's when I fell in love with this whole virtue of chastity. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to make myself a gift. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's been a, a lot of history of the church doing that. I mean, mm-hmm. especially with like Jason and Christina Everett. Mm-hmm. If um, I took my sixth grader to see Jason Everett when I was um, a new youth minister back in the Baltimore area and thought, wow, what an awesome speaker he is and what an incredible message he has. And he was just, the kids were eating out of his hand, you know. And I remember my daughter going to that talk like, why are we going to the sex talk, mom? <laughs> you know, and then she, and then she was really excited about mm-hmm. it after that. Um, and so, and I didn't know anything about theology of the body then. Uh, I think for me, later, if you go forward in my life to when my youngest was in the, the I think the sixth grade, um, she came home one day. No, she was in the seventh grade. She came home one day and she said, "Mom, um, I was just in class today, and my teacher said that um, if she was sick and pregnant, um, and an abortion would." help her health and she thought it was okay to have an abortion she said i don't think that's right mom right you that's not what you what you've told me and i said that's not right and i worked at the church at the time um i worked where the school was so i was a youth minister there i went in to talk to the principal and we went in to talk to the teacher and she said well i'll teach whatever you want but i'm not catholic so you know as as we often know if you really want something done because you see something wrong then you have to jump in and help so i said to um to her and to the pastor and to the principal while well, I'm gonna help her. And actually the pastor and I found Theology of the Body for Teens at that point. And it was just something I stumbled across and we ended up teaching it with the DVDs to the eighth grade class the next year, which was my daughter's class. And I just felt so called to Theology of the Body. And obviously God did that to me in my life for a reason because that's become my life's work since then. I ended up, I was working on a theology um, graduate program and I needed one more class and I found a Theology of the Body online course I could take to satisfy those last three credits. So I studied Theology of the Body in depth at a graduate level. And then all of a sudden I get called to Chicago to run this Respect Life ministry. And I didn't even realize I was going to be running the Chastity Ed Initiative. But when I got here, I met Ray, and um, and he said, well, let's go to this Theology of the Body Congress. I'm like, there's such a thing? And then I found out there was a whole study program called at Theology of the Body Institute, and, I, and Ray was already involved in that. So I got involved in it, too, and have just made this my, our life's work. And, and it was just, you know, God's hand that we were – I was involved in this Chastity Ed Initiative after – I was feeling called to theology of the body anyway, mm-hmm. and then there was so much more I could do with it. And, and we'll never stop learning about yeah. John Paul II's work. It, there's so much out there, and there's, they were constantly, through Christopher West um, and Theology of the Body Institute, they are constantly um, coming up with new topics that relate to John Paul II. Um, he's, he's just right now working on a course, um, Theology of the Body and Mary, so we're, that's, that's next October. I can't wait to take that. Mm-hmm. Christopher has just such a, an insight. Um, plus, he met John Paul II, and he worked with um, Waldstein, who was the, um, who was the one that, that, that translated Theology of the Body into English. So it's, it's just an in- incredible stuff. 
you know. Mm-hmm. And and of course, one of the things that I learned most was how much theology of the body and relates to Jesus Christ. And I think that when I took the first course at Theology of the Body Institute, we delved into the mass and what the mass really means. And there's a marriage there. Jesus uh, marries us at the end of his life. That he marries the church. He, the, the, you know, we always talk about the uh, the bridegroom and the bride, and there's so much deep, deep, deep theology there. And every time I go to mass now, I see it so differently thanks to theology of the body. Ooh. So that sounds beautiful. Uh, really quickly, uh, um, we've got to take a break pretty quickly, but yeah. I'm wondering if you could. Uh, s- Tell us a little bit about if there was one scripture passage that you think really informs your experience, your encounter with Christ in this, what, which one is it? You want us to talk about that now? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, this is we one. We can start it and, yeah. then, and then we'll go, yeah, let's start it and then we'll, and we'll continue. Okay. So the passage that I immediately think of whenever people ask me about my favorite Bible verse is John 10.10. 10. And the passage is, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come so that they may have life and have it to the full. Yeah. And that's like, actually that we've made that our kind of a motto for our office and everything yeah. else. It's, a, it's always been also my life verse as well, John mm-hmm. 10. It's easy to remember John 10, 10, right? John yeah. 10, 10. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John 10, 10. It, it is, and it's, it's, uh, it's again, a reminder of that, uh, f- the fullness of life he invites us to. Nice. Well, let's go ahead and take a quick break, and then we'll come back in a little bit. Are you looking for a new employment opportunity where you can use your skills and experience to make a positive impact? Do you want to be part of an organization filled with talented people who are committed every day to an important mission? Then you belong at Catholic Charities. We are proud to be one of the largest nonprofit agencies in the Midwest responding to individual, family, and community needs with compassionate and professional services that restore hope and build better futures. We offer a competitive benefits package and we are always looking for dedicated individuals to become part of the team. To see our current list of available job opportunities, visit catholiccharities.net and click on the About Us tab. The Cemetery Ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. There is so much waiting for you at Catholic Charities Senior Services. We offer programs and services to help make the most of every day. Friendships and fun are guaranteed at our drop-in senior centers. Our adult daycare centers offer enjoyment and greater supervision to seniors who need it while their caregivers get a break. Holy Family Villa provides a beautiful, safe environment for seniors looking for short or long-term residential facility. And we offer assistance with senior benefits, care coordination, congregate and home-delivered meals, hospital transition, and much more. 
For more than 100 years, we have accompanied seniors through every transition in their lives, and we are here for you now. Catholic Charities is a name and an agency you can trust. Call Senior Services today at 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Good morning, and we're back with Lifelong Journey, a radio, pro- a radio program uh, come to, coming to you from the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation. My name is Clarissa Alhantara, and I'm here with guests Don Fitzpatrick and Ray Pingoy. And we've been talking a lot about Jesus, about our families, about ourselves, most importantly, uh, chastity education and how, and how the fullness of that kind of really has grown, especially here in the Archdiocese, from really thinking just about uh, preteen, maybe teen, and then really looking about how parents and families can help, can ha- can can continue to grow in their love for Christ. Um, and I uh, I set you guys up uh, with the scripture piece. You know mm-hmm. what scripture has really guided you kind of in this ministry, and can you kind of unpack that a little bit? I know you guys gave quick answers, but sure. when you talk about, uh, as Ray says, life to the full, John ten ten. <laughs> that's it. You know that's life like your that's like your bumper yeah. sticker. You know what about that scripture piece really kind of informs and continues to guide you? You know all these years in, in this ministry. So sh- let me read the passage again. Sure. Um, John ten ten, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come so that they may have life and have it to the full. Now Jesus was this was what he said in a, a whole parable about the good shepherd and he was talking about you know i'm i'm the shepherd i you know i'm not going to let this the even if a thief comes around and tries to steal the sheep they're not going to notice because i'm taking care of them you know um and and he wanted to make sure that what everyone understood is that he he didn't come to curtail us he didn't come to tell us how bad we are he wanted us to have the best most full life possible. Some people even have interpreted to say instead of the full, they say have life abundantly, you know, mm-hmm. so it, it just depends on the the version um, of the Bible passage that you're reading, but it's either to the full or abundantly. Yeah, it's, and it, uh, as Don mentioned as well, the, the, the good shepherd, right? It's he, he invites us in, into that relationship um, mm-hmm. it's, and he, he, he wants the best for us. And if we stray, he's going to, he's going to go go out looking for us mm-hmm. right that's that's the love that's the relationship that he calls us to and every single person has that is is you know invited to that relationship so even if everybody around you you know is 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 there he's going to come after you individually to bring you back to the to the fold it's a personal it's personal love right and mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of us and i include myself in this when we when we think and when we first hear about that word chastity we're like all right again uh, rules it's rules, rules. Of, rules mm-hmm. of, but and then we equate that life as like oh boring life right you're just uh, you're, you're just living 
you're not really fully living but in fact it's it's the opposite of that you're 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 fully living out your your life when 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 you know who you are and when you know whose you are and so that that's the invitation that we want to to um, remind our young people uh, to remind uh, to remind all of us again including myself in this because I'm I'm a, I'm forgetful and I need to be reminded mm-hmm. of this all the time that that God has a beautiful plan for me, mm-hmm. and that and that He calls me to to this uh, to this great gift of that fullness of life. I also think that passage is so important in the you know respect life ministry mm-hmm. because it, it it's God's promise to us that that we all deserve that abundant life. We all deserve we all we, we just we have innate dignity because He created us and He's giving us the opportunity to have this beautiful life. It, none of us as an individual person has a right to take that person's life away. None of us has a right to take that person's dignity away. Um, every Everyone's called to the fold of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if you realize that, again, you're getting ahead of all of these life issues that we're, we're trying to, to prevent, you know, from happening. So I, th- I think it's just a great verse to inform everything we do from conception to natural death. That's right. Uh, the the next piece we're gonna I, I want you guys to unpack a little bit is like you know where um, in church teaching does it say a little bit more about kind of what you're what you're sharing? We're in church teaching. Yeah. Um, well, gosh, we could we could spend you know the next week talking about theology of the body and and what it says in <laughs> in yeah, church teaching, yeah. but just from a very quick perspective, the probably the first third of the writings of John Paul II in regards to theology of the body. It's a very long document. Um, actually, that was it was five, f- five years in the making of him giving talks, catechetical talks, um, you know, in, in uh, the Vatican on Wednesday evenings from 1979 to 1984. So <laughs> the, if you try to read it word for word, it, it's exactly what he said in those five years. And, and I've done it and raised on it, but it's not, it's not the, for the faint of heart. Yeah. So, um, so it's, it's a little better if you go to a class or you have a commentary to help you, or you come to some of our talks, um, because it becomes easier to understand. But the fact is it starts out with, with Jesus being questioned by the Pharisees. And, and this was in Matthew where the Pharisees said to him, well, um, they were trying to catch him up because that's what they did. You know, they didn't they didn't uh, like his style and they wanted to see if they could flub him up. So they said, well, what about divorce? You know, um, Moses said that we could get divorced. And at the time, that was a practice in, in the in the um, Jewish faith. You know, they could get divorced. So Jesus said, well, you know, in the beginning, it was not so. And then John Paul II spends about a third of those catechesis unpacking what in the beginning it was not so means. And he takes them back to Genesis and why God created us and how God created us and all of God's plans for us. And then the fall. And then he, he ends up breaking it down into uh, three t- three scenarios. We First we had original man, then we have historical man, and then we have eschatological man. So it's where do we come from, where are we now, and where are we headed, basically. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I, it's funny that you actually asked this question because 
I was asked this question two days ago and I had a meeting with a seminarian and he's like, wait, because, you know, he studied a little bit mm-hmm. of a theology of the body and he's he dove into theology uh, as well as a seminarian. He's like, and, and you guys teach this to young people? Well, what? <laughs> it's, it's very heady stuff. It, it, very heady stuff. But it, it, it really is. And in, in, it's in, the way we uh, we have used it as a tool is to see this great virtue of chastity. Uh, in this theology of the body lens. And and, uh, as basic as it is, it's theology, the study of God, that's revealed through the way he made us, theology of our bodies, theology of the Mm -hmm. way he made us. We're beautiful. And it's 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 great, and we have a great call. And well, let's let's go ahead and hold it for a little. Okay. Bit. I, I know. <laughs> like I said, there's so yes, much. I there's so much. Uh, let's hold it and come back. Thanks. Okay. All right. Where do you go when you realize that you or someone you love needs assistance at home? Where can you turn and know you will get sound advice that you can trust? Catholic Charities Home to Stay program offers competent help and peace of mind to seniors and to their family members. Our thoroughly trained professional caregivers provide companionship, assistance with seniors' basic needs, and help with light housework, all in the comfort of a senior's own home. Schedules can be flexible, so seniors receive only the help that they need and want. Most of all, Catholic Charities has the name and reputation you can count on, with more than 100 years of experience helping people at transitions in their lives. To learn more, call 312-655-7415. That's 312-655-7415. Make the most of each day with Home to Stay. This Lent, you are invited to participate in CRS Rice Bowl, the Catholic Relief Service's Lenten Faith in Action program. CRS Rice Bowl provides the opportunity to live out the Lenten practices of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, while lifting up the stories of our brothers and sisters overseas. 75% of funds raised through your generous donations will support CRS programs around the world, while the remaining 25% will fund Rice Bowl grants for local programs here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. To learn more about current Rice Bowl grantees and to access CRS Rice Bowl resources such as Stories of Hope, videos, and meatless meal recipes, visit archchicago.org slash CRS. Are you cleaning out your closets this winter? If so, Catholic Charities would be grateful to accept any gently used clothing donations that you have. Winter coats, boots, sweaters, pants, hats and gloves in all sizes are always appreciated at this time of year in our community clothing room. Also needed on an ongoing basis are new underwear and socks for guests who come to use the shower facilities in our Pope Francis Ministries. And all types of professional clothing for men and women are most welcome in our Mary's Closet wardrobe. The special collection of dressier clothes is offered to our clients who are preparing for job interviews. Drop-offs can be made at 721 North LaSalle Street or at any of our regional locations. For more information, call 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. Thank you from everyone at Catholic Charities. And we're back with Lifelong Journey, a radio program hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation. And believe it or not, my gosh, these two guests, they've got 
I have to keep cutting you off. <laughs> well, we could talk all day about this. Time. Yes. I, if this this should have just been a pod, uh, like a true podcast. <laughs> no commercial breaks. Oh man! Thanks for having us. No, yeah. we, hey. we love talking about theology yeah. of the body. So. Yeah, yeah. No, like that's why we invite the guests we do because you have so much to kind of share. Uh, and so much knowledge about what's going on. Uh, so now this is kind of the the practical application piece, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we don't. Uh, we would love to hear a little bit more about where people can do this. You know, where yeah. can they get more information? Where can they take their kids? Where can they go as young adults or families? Or families, um, yeah. yeah. So, so there's so much we do. I mean, Ray's out regularly in the mm-hmm. middle schools, in the high schools, giving talks to young people. We also um, go to parishes and give mm-hmm. talks to parents, to adults. Um, we, so we just have to be invited. So if anybody would like to invite us to come and do some Theology of the Body talks in your parish, in your school, you can reach us at, um, you know, I, I can give you our phone number. It's sure, 3, yeah. 312 Five three five five, and you can talk to either Dawn or Ray or Blanca, and we're happy to tell you when we're available and what kind of talks we do. Um, but we can we can pretty much customize anything on theology of the body. So that's that's one way. We also have some major events um, every year. This summer we are doing I think it's our fourth Echo mm-hmm. Retreat yeah. slash conference slash camp, whatever you want to call it, and we actually partner with this incredible group of people called Dumox Ministries. And any of you who have seen Theology of the Body for Teen DVDs have seen Brian Butler because he wrote those with Jason Everett and Dumox Ministries is his organization. So we get the famous Brian Butler here in person with his incredible young adult team to put on Echo. And Echo is a um, experience for young adults and teens Ray, why don't you explain yeah. what we do there and what when, it, how what it is? And, and it really comes from uh, uh, one of uh, the theology about it, one of uh, John Paul II's Wednesday audiences when he reminds us that uh, in in our bodies we have this distant echo of what could have been when mm-hmm. if if uh, Adam and Eve did not uh, did not uh, sin. So we tr- we we try to create that environment in in uh, we're going we're gonna to have it at uh, Saint Xavier University. Uh, this year, and so we try to to build and 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 cultivate that that environment of of just that freedom of of that gift of of self um, and understanding God's plan and yeah. where we came from and how He created us originally right. the, in, a, in the original man, this original innocence um, that we all long for. We right. all long for, and so we get it's an immersion opportunity to kind of feel that. And so we we yeah, as Don mentioned, we invite our young adults. Uh, to, to participate, it was it June nineteenth? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a Friday, and um, and on Monday, uh, that's when the teens come in, and we invite the young adults to now express what they've just learned during the weekend to now put it into practice. Mm-hmm. So they're they'll be part of the service team uh, from that Monday through that Thursday, Thursday the twenty fifth, and then of course there sometimes the young adults only have the opportunity to, to be there on the weekend because they have jobs and things and if you have to leave set Sunday night or Monday morning that's fine but we we mm-hmm. give you the opportunity to stay the whole time but the the beauty the beautiful part also is that we invite and we have a, 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 our priest our chaplain mm-hmm. there uh, all throughout the whole week and we also have uh, sisters there as well and my family will be there as, five as well crazy jumping <laughs> jumping bean children yes they'll also be there as well so just to, to build that community of, of different vocations and mm-hmm. different calls from God and and our young people People see that and we're like, yes, we need each other. Yes. You know? And they leave having a, 
a, a little better understanding of how to discern their vocation. I mean, they're not going to necessarily walk away knowing what God wants mm-hmm. for them, but they know that there is a plan and that they can now enter some discernment. So that's that's so important. So that's in that's in June. You can uh, check out respectlifechicago.org for more information. It's open right now. If you want to register today, you'll save $50. Um, we've got a few more weeks of, of mm-hmm. that early bird price. Something coming up, though, just in the next couple of weeks, we're, we're doing this incredible, incredible visual media extravaganza with Christopher mm. West. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, the master. As I said, we've Ray and I've studied with him at Theology of the Body Institute. He studied with um, Waldstein. He actually met John Paul II. Um, he's written incredible things about Theology of the Body. We're going to have him here along with um, uh, Mike Mangione, who is a student of 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 Christopher's actually and developed a desire to express the algae body through music. So the two of them together are putting on this incredible presentation called made for more visions of the promised land. We're doing this on the 24th of March at St. Alphonsus and on the 25th of March down at St. Damien. And we have tickets available right now. It's, it's just $25. It's age appropriate for all ages. What they do suggest, if they're younger than 16, they should come with a parent because the kids are going to hear the truth and they're going to have some questions and, the, and they're going to want to talk about it. So the parents should know what their young people are hearing. Now, other than that, um, it's it's appropriate for anybody, any age, all the way up till uh, elderly yes. <laughs> because yeah. this applies to everybody, right? So visit visit our website, uh, respectlifechicago.org, and to get more information about it. Do you, uh, Facebook, do you guys have? Uh, we do, and, and there is some information on Facebook, fantastic. too. We have the, it's the Respect Life office, I think, is, mm-hmm. is the, uh, the Facebook name. So, um, but give us a call. Check out our website. Look at it on Facebook. We've always got things going on. We run a youth rally at the March for Life Chicago um, convention as well, where we always have an, some incredible speakers, musicians for our teens. We, um, he, we've been known to take young people to Washington. Mm-hmm. That's also something we do for the March for Life um, some years. So, um, among other things. So, Really, check us out. We're, we'd love to talk to you about Theology of the Body. As you can see, Ray and I have no problem talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, John and Ray. Uh, we really appreciate your time with Thanks us this morning. Us. Take care and have a good one. Thanks. Are you an attorney who's retired or semi-retired from your practice? Catholic Charities welcomes your expertise. Whether it's a dispute with a landlord, a concern about possibly being the victim of a scam, or an issue regarding family law, clients can feel alone in the complex legal system, especially if they are unable to afford an attorney. Our volunteer attorneys answer our legal advice line, offer one-hour consultations, and conduct legal seminars. They're dedicated to informing and empowering low-income individuals as they navigate civil law issues affecting their lives. Come in when your schedule permits and share your knowledge with grateful clients. To learn more about this rewarding volunteer program, please call 312-948-6821. That's 312-948-6821. Thank you for considering Catholic Charities Legal Assistance Team. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day while giving kids the tools they need to build brighter futures. Hi, I'm Mark Schmelzer from Mercy Home for Boys and Girls. Support Mercy Home's March for Kids this month. You can provide kids in crisis with a safe home, healing from trauma, life skills, good education, and career development that will help them become successful, independent adults. 
Donate today at mercyhome.org slash marchforkids. Any gift made throughout the month of March will be matched by a generous donor, so your support goes twice as far to help kids when you give through Mercy Home's March for Kids. Donate today or learn more about other ways that you can play a part at mercyhome.org slash marchforkids. Thank you for your support. Have you checked out Chicago Catholic lately? Either in print or online, Chicago Catholic has informative and stimulating content, including news from the Archdiocese, beautiful photographs, and a thoughtful column by our publisher, Cardinal Blaise Supich. Editor Joyce DeRiga tells us about our current edition of Chicago Catholic. We observe Lent by visiting St. Benedict in Blue Island for a fish fry that's been around for half a century. If you're looking for spiritual enrichment, we tell you about a wide variety of Lenten activities in around the Archdiocese. Young Catholics talk to our Vicar General about the importance of protecting our environment and great advice from the Pope. Don't talk to the devil. Subscribe now. Go to chicagocatholic.com or call 312-534-7777. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Chicago Catholic, a fresh approach to Catholic news. Good morning, and we're back. It's less <laughs> one Psych! Uh, Clarissa could not count breaks. This is the radio program hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation, and my name is Clarissa, and I'm still here with Don and Ray, which is great. Yeah, um, We're still here. And uh, I asked them if, you know, they could tell us a little bit about Made for More. Yeah. I think part of it is this is the first time we've brought... This is new. Yes. This is not uh, mm-hmm. an old mm-hmm. thing. So, no. So what, like, it's a visual... Like it's a visual presentation and mm-hmm. music and like video. Yeah, or? well, it's everything. He's it's a multimedia presentation. It's two and a half hours, which are gonna apparently you will blink and it'll be over mm. because you're so engaged. And if anybody's ever heard Christopher West talk, I mean, it's like you sit there for a minute, even if you're there for an hour. Anyway, he's so good and he's just so engaging and he just grabs you right away and you just want to hear more. Um, but this is not his usual stand on a on a podium, stand up with a podium and give a lecture. This is exciting. This is visual. There's going to be movie clips. There's song clips, and being it'll be like being in class with him because he does that all through class, where he's showing us video and he's showing us how theology of the body works all in all of our lives everywhere through the 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 way people express themselves in movies, the way people sing about it, you know, how people talk to each other. Uh, yeah, and, that, and that's the beauty of theology of the body. Sometimes you just think it's all right; it's just in a book. But no, no, no. It, when when you open this up and when you see it, when you see life through this lens, it's 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 everywhere. Our theology, the study of God, is everywhere. Even in in uh, quote unquote secular in our secular world, you know, our our, uh, our pop singers are singing mm-hmm. about this. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm, like if they're talking about love, then they're they're they're, they're singing about theology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just understanding. You know that our our bodies are holy, mm-hmm. and there's a there's um, a heresy out there that says you know we're the soul is the only thing that matters. Um, our bodies are are 
or earthy and, and messy and, and dirty, and which is so no further from the truth. So one of the things we start to understand with theology of the body, and really, with, with if you really delve into our faith, is that God created us holy with bodies, and we are a body and soul composite. And we wouldn't be human if we didn't have bodies. We're different from the angels that way. God created the angels pure spirit. He created us body and spirit. So it's kind of an added plus, right? And then he cared about us so much, he sent his son to become human to teach us how to live. That has and, a body. And that had a body, right. He could have just sent a spirit to like wave over us. God could have done whatever he wanted. But no, he became human so that we could understand him better and so we could understand ourselves better. Mm-hmm. God, Jesus revealed us to God. We revealed, he re- actually, he revealed God to us. God knew who we were. Um, and he also revealed us to ourselves by sending Jesus. And that's something we, we talk about in Theology of the Body. Yeah, and this is nothing new, right? Uh, we always say, because sometimes a lot of people just think, all right, this is something new that that uh, John Paul II created. No, 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 no. He he just broke it up in a new way. This is the gospel. This is mm-hmm. the good news mm-hmm. that we all know and love. And and uh, it's just broken up and, and, and spoken in a new way that speaks to this modern mm-hmm. day time. Well, and I think it helps us to understand, too, that, you know, our faith is relevant. Oh my gosh, it's relevant. Yeah. So many people think, well, a bunch of old guys in Rome made up a bunch of stuff and we have to listen to them, which is not true at all. They're kind of the keepers of the faith, but they didn't make it up. It came from Jesus Christ himself. And they're they're just helping us understand it. Um, and, and when you really delve into the reasons behind things, to what Jesus said, why Jesus created us uh, as you know people to follow him, um, it, then, then it, re- it makes sense, and you can understand that Catholic is the way, you know, because you get the why behind it, and that's what theology of the body helps us to do. With that lens, we can yeah. really understand why we are who we are. And that, we remind our young people again. I remind. I have to remind myself of this all the time that, that our faith is so. Re- it's, it you know, uh, when we talk about theology, it kind of just remains in the head. And you think it's all right? It's just it's just a nice thought to have, nice some, something nice to believe in. But it's so real that you can feel it, you can hug it. Yes, that, and that's the good news. That's the good news in in our our call to have this deep relationship with Christ. Yeah. Well, you know, our church has been, you know, we always talk about the sacramentals in the church, which are things that help us to to see God a little better. You know, like um, there's there's a reason why we have a wedding ring. There's a lot of symbolism to it, but it also helps us to know that our marriage was ordained by God. And every time you look at that ring on your finger, you know that, you know, and, and everything that that we know comes through our body. We can't know anything without our body. We, we in order to smell it, to taste it, to touch it, to hear it, you know, um, to see it. It all has to come through our body. So so that's all part of the theology of the body. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, well, one more time, give us your uh, web pages, your phone yeah. numbers. Where can people find you? So yes, uh, look us up on uh, on our website uh, www.respectlifechicago.org to get more information, especially about that uh, Echo retreat that's coming up in June, and also the the uh, Made, Made for, for More just in a couple weeks. Just in a couple weeks. So you don't want to miss that. It will sell out, and uh, we have it for two nights in Chicago. This is their. They're on a tour. They're taking us around the country. Oh, okay. Um, but and so we have it here, which is really awesome. That's great that it's on the north and the south side, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. people, depending on where they live. Yep. Um, and then your camp this summer. Okay, uh, Echo is coming up in June nineteenth. So go ahead and sign up now. 
Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Don and Ray. This is it. This is the real goodbye. This is the real Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. God bless. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.